Okay, okay, so what is a Bainani? After so many days of introduction, we've always almost been a month on this journey. What is a Bainani? Vehabainani, that's the first word of chapter 12. And what is the Bainani? The Bainani is somebody who lives in an incredible paradox. On the one hand, their insides is like a sinner. What do I mean? The animal soul is still kicking. The animal soul is still tempting. The animal soul is still sending impulses. The animal soul is alive. It still enjoys this world. It, it has not been subjugated or transformed. It's not a tzaddik, it's there. It keeps on sending messages. It keeps on fighting for domination. It wants to dominate the mind, the word, the action. It is passionate about owning the person. But the Bainani is somebody who never allows that to happen. Who every single moment of every single day fights and fights and fights. And in each moment they are living in a reality that they cannot imagine sinning. They're so focused on their fight, it's not possible that they could sin. Obviously a Bainani might slip. But at that moment, they're not a Bainani. But at that moment, they're a Russia. A Bainani is the, the, the moment we are in a headspace that we cannot sin and we're fighting and winning battles, we're a Bainani. There's a great story about a Jew. His name was Rabbi Nissan Nemenov. He lived in the previous generation. He only passed away, I believe, in the 80s. And he was a, a real Hasidic Jew, but like the real McCoy. And... He, he was known to be a Kabbalah's Olnik. What's a Kabbalah's Olnik? Somebody who accepted the yoke of heaven and really took it seriously. Every single word that came out of his mouth and every thought, etc., it was really, really moderated. And people considered him to be the ultimate, or at least a, a Benini of the Tanya. You know, always we looked around knowing that the Benini of the Tanya is an aspiration, but many of us will keep on battling to become the Benini our whole life. But he was a guy that seemed to, most of the time, if not all the time, be there. <clears throat> and people were, you know, impressed. How do you get that? I mean, this was a guy that in Russia was starving because of, you know, all the, the communism in Soviet and yet was able to dab him for hours every day. He was a person that literally gave himself over to, to the cause. So one time his nephew was a, was a Canadian boy, turns to him and says, Rabbi Nissen. Do me a favor, how in the world did you become a Bainani? <laughs> like, how, how do you reach this level? And I love this story, it's just, it's so poignant. Abnissan turns to him and says, tell me, do you think for the next one minute you could control what you do? He says, yes. Do you think for the next minute you could control what you say? Yes. Do you think for the next minute you could control what you think? He says, that will be hard, but yeah, I could focus on something else. So that's where Nissen turns to him and says, that's exactly what I do every day. Minute by minute, by minute by minute, I fight the battle to control my thoughts, to control my words, and control my actions. That a Bainani is not this level that you reach and suddenly you're floating in the sky. A Bainani is battling after battling after battling. But not battling outside forces, ba battling inside that temptation to be jealous, 
that resentment, that anger, that self-righteousness, that laziness, that lewd thought, that temptation to gossip, fight after fight after fight. That is a bainani. You want to know the whole Tanya in one sheer? For me, that one story tells me Tanya. What Tanya is trying to encourage us and what he tells us a bainani is, is this fellow who does not stop fighting, knowing that inside, if they give up the fight for one second, they're over. They're chopped liver. The animal soul is as alive as ever. And that's a very powerful idea of the Tanya, that the animal soul is there. Some other Jewish philosophy books try to paint an image that one day you reach a level where the battle is over. It sounds idealistic, but it doesn't happen. I have yet to meet a person in this world, unless they're a tzaddik, who the battle is over. They might have different battles. And maybe the battles that they struggle when they're 18, they don't struggle with when they're 80. Fair enough. But the battle, the animal soul, is alive and kicking. Why? Why would God design such a world? Well, we have a lot to explore in the next chapters. So stay with us.